Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a food tram sitting down by the street That leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road And Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes And Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road And Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going. All right, welcome back. The Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. We call it home every Sunday morning, live right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. My name is TJ Granny. That's Cody Ryan. Good morning. Beefsteak's in the house. Oh, yeah. Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets there early, makes sure everything works. Uh, man, uh, we're so grateful that you're tuned into the show. Thank you for being here with us. Every week we get to do two hours live with you, and we just super appreciate you. You can track a lot of what we do at theoutdoorzone.com and the Outdoor Zone on Facebook and um, and on Spotify and iTunes and all that stuff. So share it with your friends. Share the show with your friends and let us know what you're thinking. A lot of the stories we don't get to and, and some of the stories that we talk about get posted on our Facebook page. So if you track us there, you may see some of this weird stuff. One of the things, who posted the how to fry squirrel, southern fried squirrel? <laughs> that was good, wasn't it? Did I do that? Did you do that? I think you did it. No. Oh, yeah. Man. When you were having that I dream. I saw just a picture of it. Maybe one of our listeners did. Just remember. the picture of it, or I might have done it. Heck, I don't remember, but just the picture. <laughs> almighty, you got sleep posting. So over the break, I let me set this drool up. Off. Over the break, you're eating, you're eating your little yogurt with your fruit, and I look down, and you got like 14 pieces of little yogurt and fruit all over your shirt, and then, uh, and then you can't remember if you posted something four days ago on our Facebook page. Yeah, and what do I say? And I'm going out to find something to wipe my shirt off with, and you go, we're going to have to find him a home. <laughs> Someone to feed him. Well, I just, meant like, him. Yeah. I, just mean, I just mean, you know, like a helper, you know, like eight or ten hours a day, somebody come and make sure you're, you know, taking a bath and everything. You don't got a job. Come help me. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I am hey, busy. speaking of helpers, um, we uh, we have on the line and call in a Mr. Doug Du Bois from the Texas Youth Hunting Program. He's out at the Super Hunt of Texas. Good morning, Doug. Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Good morning. Man, how's the weather out there? We have had just about everything you could experience in Texas over this weekend, from about a half inch of rain on Friday evening, beautiful sunny day yesterday, and nice cold temperatures this morning, but it's a beautiful, beautiful sunrise, too. It wouldn't be a super hunt without all the glorious, glamorous weather. 
Indeed, indeed. We've been a little bit uh, remiss in having rain out here the last couple of years. So it was kind of good to get back in pattern and make our landowners happy out here when we can bring them a little rain. So uh, it was definitely welcome and needed. So all of us know what's going on with when we say super hot, we know how big that is. But could you tell everybody, get us up to speed on what it is, what you're doing out there? This weekend? You bet. Appreciate it much. This is the largest youth hunting event in the world. When it's the largest in Texas, well, by golly, it's no brag, just fact that it's the largest in the world. And a <laughs> typical youth hunt is on one ranch. This year, we're hunting on 18 ranches. We have 67 kids coming out here, each with a accompanying parent or adult guardian. And they're out here to harvest white-tailed doe and spike buck to help the landowners in their wildlife conservation plan. Texas Youth Hunting Program has been around for over 20 years. It's a, one of the un, untold best-kept secrets of Texas about affordable, safe, mentored hunting opportunities. And uh, go to the website, tyhp.org. But the Super Hunt wouldn't exist without the support of the Cape Creek Wildlife Management Association. It's a group of landowners here in northeast Gillespie County that is a, really a hunting uh, co-op of landowners, all low-fence ranches, so the deer migrate between ranches, and in some years we've taken you know ten percent of their harvest uh, throughout the uh, throughout just this one weekend for their whole season. Wow! And so, how many of these are first-time hunters? Yeah, you know, we did a hand count. We had out of sixty-seven, I think I got a half dozen or, or more. So about ten percent of our hunters are first-time hunters, and first-time some have been first-time harvesters. Man, and so it's kind of a little bit different where. Um, what are the breakdowns of the the you know the people that go? And I, what I mean is, you know, is it families? Is it single parents? Is it um, how, how do you how how does your organization run? Well, it's it's all run through the Texas Youth Hunting Program office in San Antonio. We post the hunt back in August and September, promote it through social media, uh, through our you know my own personal Facebook page, talk about Super Hunt, and we probably had you know maybe. 400 people apply for the hunt to put the 67 and it's luck of the draw. Um, you know, we, we ask, ask people about their hunting experience. So we try to go to first time hunters first, uh, TYHP does allow and, and really promotes repeat hunters because those are the ones that we really want to get ingrained in the hunting. So it's, it's, uh, you know, luck of the draw in a way. Uh, we do have a lot of families, a couple of families out here. We've got single parents, uh, a lot of moms, a lot of young lady hunters. Uh, I haven't looked at the total numbers to know what the breakdown is, but um, got to say a dozen or more young ladies out here hunting. And so it's a good, good mix, good mix of demographics. So I think one of the outstanding parts of this is, you know, th- there's a generation that has skipped you know, hunting. And so some of those fathers or, or, uh, you know, uncles or they, they just don't have an opportunity because they didn't get an opportunity. So they don't take their sons or, you know, their nephews or their nieces out. And so this is broken down differently, correct? It's got where a parent goes with a guide. Is that correct? Definitely. We, we provide seasoned veteran hunters to assist in game uh, identification and uh, shot placement and uh, try to, like you say, 
reach out primarily to the youth, but educating the the uh, adult guardian or parent at the same time. That's why we encourage all parents to go through hunter education with their child. Their child gets uh, involved and interested in hunting. Check it out. The parent may not know anything about it, but there are a lot of resources out there through Texas Parks and Wildlife, through the uh, Texas Youth Hunting Program and Texas Wildlife Association and a whole bunch of organizations out there to help people that want to learn about hunting, want about learn about the outdoors, about camping, you know, to, to help them find out what they need to do. So if your family had skipped that generation, not yours personally, but someone out there had skipped that generation in, uh, in the hunting and handing that down, this is a perfect opportunity if a mom or even a dad that said, hey, my son or my daughter has an itch. I think they, they really would like to learn this. We could go learn together. This is the perfect oh, opportunity. Yeah, we've even we've got four families with us this weekend that uh, I first met back in September out at Ink Lake State Park. Texas Parks and Wildlife has a program called Texas Outdoor Families. And it's to introduce urban families to the outdoors via camping. And so the weekend, they had some great equipment that Partial Wildlife had acquired from some vendors around around the state. We taught hunter education, and as the extension to that hunter education class, they were given the opportunity to come to Super Hunt. So we had seven families in that outdoor families uh, hunter education class, and we had four of those seven come out here to Super Hunt. And I think at least two of the four have harvested for the first time. And uh, so it's just the way they're, they're just like I say, uh, uh, all you got to do is ask, you know, and people are willing to help you learn what you need to learn. Yeah, in fact, it goes all the way to uh, identifying, um, you know, and you said they'll go through the Hunter's Ed program. They get certified at the shooting range beforehand so they know what they're doing there uh, all the way through skidding and harvesting. And I even hear that you have a great dinner and uh, some fireside oh. chatting. Indeed. Well, we, this one's a little bit too large to have everybody sit around the campfire when we got a you know two hundred mm-hmm. people in our pavilion for Saturday night dinner. But we did have some heart heart tug heartstring uh, tugging stories of some young people that were out here for the first time and really really appreciated. We get our landowners in for dinner on Saturday night and recognize them and give them the praise that they deserve for allowing us to come onto their land and help them with their management plan and help educate this younger generation because, you know, our population is so urban centric that you got to get out here and interact with these landowners to understand the challenges that they have from eminent domain challenges to property tax valuation rising with the, some of these tourist oriented towns that, you know, land values skyrocket and, when you're just making it on agricultural and, and uh, hunting leases and stuff, it, it can put a strain on some of these old family ranches. And they, you know, it, it's great to get out here and, and learn more about that. That's true. And uh, that's a great weekend, a lot of opportunities. So, um, what's your suggestion, or is there a follow up after they've gone out and they've hunted, had a great time? Is there anything they could do afterwards to continue that on? Well, spread the word. Uh, you know, as we say, we like to reach out to first-time hunters, but we have a uh, a bring a buddy uh, hunting opportunity plan within TYHP that if you refer a new to hunting uh, buddy or new to TYHP, well, then you can go on that hunt with them. And we still have oh, quite a few 
uh, deer hunts still remaining uh, this season. There's a lot of folks have managed land deer program um, in place where they can hunt into February. We also have spring turkey hunts coming up, and as well as exotic hunts and, and hog hunts. Um, so go to the website, tyhp.org, and uh, you can find out a whole lot about it. Also, anybody that's interested in giving back, you know, they've gotten to that stage where they're not really interested in trophy hunting as much or you know, like to just meat hunt, but want to share their knowledge and skills with the next generation. It's a perfect opportunity for volunteers, and we've got, I think, nine hunt master trainings uh, you don't have to be a hunt master to be a volunteer, but you do need to go through our training to run hunts. And we're continually trying to grow the program, as any volunteer program is always uh, volunteer-dependent. And we get people to cycle through, and so always looking for new volunteers. Well, speaking of that, I, I wanted to say thank you, Doug, because next weekend I'm doing a Texas Youth Hunting Program that you had uh, gifted to me as the hunt master out there and i appreciate you getting me involved in that and uh, passing that along well that's part of that's the way we grow it we we develop a relationship with a landowner get a hunt going mentor a new hunt master into that we don't just throw you onto a new ranch and say hey here's a book go do it you know we want to walk you through it and and uh, guide you on the first couple of hunts and then trained and we will go on and move on to another ranch and that's the only way we grow it uh, with dedication and with determination and uh, a lot of detail so uh, we appreciate you don coming out and and carrying that on for us and we appreciate all that you and tj and cody do with keds outdoor zone because that's a, another huge demographic that we're needing to reach is you know the kids without the fathers leading them in the in the manly arts of uh, the outdoors of hunting and fishing and camping and, and all the respect that the land deserves from us. Yeah, in fact, uh, you know, honey, when hunting season is over, that's one of the keys right there is mentoring. And so getting into KOZ and uh, bringing those kids that maybe had a need for hunting and fishing and all that, we could uh, we have an opportunity to bring them into KOZ. So throw them on this way, Mr. Doug. Well, and hunting is not all about deer hunting. I mean, that's, right. you know, what... TYSP is, I guess, 75% of our hunts are white-tailed deer hunts. But, you know, going back to our, our roots of small game hunting, you're talking about fried squirrel, you know, <laughs> squirrel hunting, rabbit hunting, uh, varmint hunting. Uh, some counties are paying bounties for coyotes, you know, and getting out and learning calling and uh, just getting outdoors. You know, just like your song said, you know, uh, take me out to the country, take me out to Texas, uh, get me out of the city. Some I've got which, who was talking about it, but there was a, a youth hunt where some kids came out, and the most amazing statement was, this is the first time I stepped on dirt. And you just <laughs> say, what? What? <laughs> Living in pavement and the first time to step on dirt. I mean, and to get out here like last night, walk outside and see all the, the Big Dipper and all the stars we have out here. Uh, it's just amazing. It is powerful stuff in a young boy's life, young girl's life. Thank you, Mr. Doug. Thank you for all you do with the Texas Youth Hunting Program and the other things that you're involved in. And uh, I go ahead. I know you got to get back to them, waiting for them to come in. You, you're from the hunt this morning, and uh, we wish them all luck. Thank you. God bless. Uh, appreciate it much, guys. And props out real quick to the Austin Woods and Waters Club, who's been running this hunt for 17 years. 
Safari Club International, Austin chapter that's been feeding us on Saturday night for about the past 10 years. Uh, just those are two, two great organizations. If you want to get plugged into a sportsman's club, Austin Woods and Waters meets the first Wednesday of every month of, uh, at the uh, Shriners Temple up on Rockwood Lane. So where, check where, that on the interweb. Sure. Where do they go to uh, connect with the Texas Youth Hunting Program before we get off? HP.org. All right. Thank you, Mr. Doug. Thank you, Don. Cody, TJ, y'all have a great day. It's great to be alive and be in Texas. Amen to that. Amen. Another amen. McBride's Guns with the way society is pounding on our rights. It's imperative. We support our local gun shops, the one we trust with our constitutional rights, McBride's Guns. They're Austin's family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. they got a gunsmith there. They've got all the... All the parts and pieces to fix your rifle or or your firearm. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years. Oh, they've got a little fishing section, too, if you didn't know. Uh, The corner of 30th and Lamar. Give them a call, 512-472-3532 or online, McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, your hometown gun shop. All right, when we come back, we got our Peter Report. Why Connor McGregor and Cowboy Sroan had PETA upset and Fred Bear's Ten Commandments for every hunter. You only get it one place live in the bunkhouse. Sunday morning 7 to 9 on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com Hey, American Blood Brothers. This is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right. Austin's hottest new restaurant. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. Uh, Number one outdoor show on radio. Our amazing friends at Shore are serving regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. This is going to be the morning. This is going to be the afternoon for brunch on the patio uh they have a beautiful patio it's pet friendly they have a great selection of oysters they have uh appetizers that'll knock your socks off the desserts the key lime oh man Mm, yeah cheesecake uh homemade breads man this place is the hottest thing in uh, austin right now for restaurants and our buddies rick Wahlberg and jim snyder want you to come out and visit with them join them at shore raw barn griller located on highway 71 west at covered bridge just west of the y and oak hill the shore raw barn grill go to shoreatx.com for more shoreatx.com Sure, raw bar and grill. Go get you some. Now it's time for this week's PETA report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA report because we love animals too. They taste great. So, uh, I guess last night was the big fight between Conor McGregor and Cowboy Sharon. Sharon? Last night? Sharon. Who, Who won? McGregor won, right? 
Some somebody are has you got kidding to tell me? Us. We're so into this. <laughs> well, we'll I think I, I was think driving. I I think McGregor won. I didn't have the one hundred and forty nine dollars to watch it. Oh, you um, could watch it for five bucks at different places around. You can town. watch it at YouTube right after. Uh, so, McGregor is back in control. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was. I think he got. I think he did a beat down. I think it was pretty bad. But anyway, so Peta was mad at him. They did this this uh, press conference before the show. Of course. And before the fight. The and way, I yeah. guess it was this week, earlier this week. And McConnor and Gregor were on stage. And uh, and McGregor stops in the middle of the thing. He goes, Cowboy, I got, I got to give you credit. I got to give you credit for that jacket you got on. <laughs> that jacket is fine. And and he goes, what what is that made out of? What what kind of jacket is that? And he goes, it's a python jacket. It's made out of python. And Peta flipped out. <laughs> this guy's got a python skin jacket on. Now, python are an invasive species in the Everglades, killing everything in the Everglades. It's a horrible uh, ecological catastrophe they're dealing with there and that's where they're getting the skins for these things is from these uh you know these pythons are killing down there in the everglades and they're using the skins and they're you know making money and who knows they probably given back to and the it looks cool and it looks really good <laughs> and but i jacket. thought it was i thought it was cool he just went wait 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 what is that and uh did you anyway. see his big response back to him after the after he got was attacked by him? He just said he reportedly responded that the group's criticism seeming to egg them on further in a statement. And he said, man, I guess if killing humans is legal, I could probably wear a badass human jacket. <laughs> I oh thought that God. was funny. Just some bad, <laughs> bad boys right there. <laughs> UFC fighters, man. <laughs> hey, Fred Bear's Ten Commandments for Every Hunter. I love this. I love this. Get back to your hunting roots and listen up to Fred Bear's Ten Commandments of Hunting. Too often, uh, we as hunters get too caught up with overthinking the hunt. If you need to remember why you picked up the hobby in the first place, there's no better role model to look to than Fred Bear. Fred Bear was one of the biggest legends in the sport. Is one of the biggest legends in the sport of hunting. In fact, many people consider Fred Bear to be the bow hunter of all time. Here's Fred Bear's Ten Commandments guaranteed to make you a wiser hunter. Number one, don't step on anything you can step over. That's cool. I had to think about that for a little bit, but yeah. I loved it. When my, when my brother uh, was first teaching me how to elk hunt, my older brother... He said, you need to walk like an Indian. And I thought, that's stupid. But <laughs> I think about that all the time. And, you know, even our buddy Shane Townsend, yeah, he does a bow hunt, but he does a stalk. And he doesn't wear shoes. He wears socks. Well, same thing with, uh, with our buddy, the former mayor, Round Rock. When he has traveled all over the world chasing sheep, you know, some of these sheep are you know, the hardest to hunt and he's done mm -hmm. it all with a bow and, and he said the same thing. He'll go barefoot or with socks and, and not boots because you can't control, you know, you can't wrap your boot around a rock to keep it from making noise or whatever. 
So good. Yeah. So good. I don't know about all that business. You know what I mean? Well, they got socks now that you put on and they go around each toe. And they're kind yeah, of yeah. That's been around. Rubbery. We had a and we had a we had a KLZ boy and and one of his family members kind of wanted to check us out. He was kind of watch wanted to watch and see how we were what we did with these boys at a summer camp one year. It tot- and I know it, it was totally out of his realm, but he was like, "I'm gonna check out these guys," and he came to South Texas and he wore a pair of those toe shoes when they first came out. In South Texas, you know, <laughs> thorns and not, Yeah, they didn't nah. work very long. Um, don't step on anything you can step over. I just love that. I yeah. just that is just you know leave it the way it is. Well, uh, that, that comes to the, well, we can get into that whole a uh, whole nother topic. But like the stacking rocks down the creeks and rivers where people are doing that stacking rocks. What are those called? They're called something. Uh, car- carry on. Um, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, we use them in hiking. We use them to mark a trail if you're going across an area that's that you don't want to leave a trail, but you want to have markers so everybody's kind of going the, going the same direction. Naturalists ask you not to do that because it it's like it's now been you've been there it, well, instead of a <laughs> extreme. I've been on elk hunts in the middle of nowhere where sheep herders from the 1800s. We're the last people to go by there because their name's carved in an, in an aspen tree, and there's a snicker wrapper on the ground. Yeah. So there's more to this than that. I think wow. I think we're more conscious of But anyway. We'll go over more of Fred Bear's stuff, but uh, just because it's a new year doesn't mean you have to miss out on a great deal on a new Honda because your Central Texas Honda dealers will get you off to a fast start in 2020 with a great year beginning savings on a new Honda. So get where you're going with a deal you'll like in a Honda you'll love, like the 2020 Honda Civic that is KBB.com's best buy of 2020 in the compact car category. So if you're envious, don't be. Buy a new Honda today from your Central Texas Honda Dealers online at Central Texas Honda Dealers.com. Get where you're going in a Honda. For more information, visit Kelly Blue Books, KBB.com. Kelly Blue Book is a registered trademark of Kelly Blue Book Company Incorporated. All right, coming up next is our Armed Citizen Report. You don't want to miss it. And the rest of Fred Bear's Ten Commandments for Every Hunter. It's live in the bunkhouse right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Regulators. Notice to the antis and the terrorists, us bunkhouse boys and you regulators, we don't give in to the anti-gun crowd, PETA terrorists, or the Taliban. It's how we roll here in the bunkhouse. You ranch hands, you regulators, uh, keep us informed by riding the trail with us all week at theoutdoorzone.com.com. Sun Automotive, 
Everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust, but we use our friends at Sun Auto Service. There's no need to go to the dealer for maintenance or repairs any longer. Sun Auto Mechanics, Sun Auto Mechanics can service all your car needs at one of their shops with ASE certified technicians. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs and transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service Repair Shop nearest you. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Sun Auto Auto Service has locations all around town. Uh, There's one at 405 West Slaughter Lane, one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road 620. Follow them at sunautoservice.com, sunautoservice.com. Now it's time for this week's Armed Citizens Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. An Arizona trooper trying to help a motorist in a rollover crash was shot in an ambush-style attack by a random suspect who was then fatally shot by a good Samaritan driving by. The trooper with the Arizona Department of Public Safety was at a traffic stop when he received a report about a driver whose car was shot at near a median at milepost 81 on Interstate 10, reported ABC 15 and ABC affiliate in Arizona and ABC affiliate in Arizona. Arizona. The trooper left the traffic stop to investigate this call when he came across a rollover crash and saw that a woman had been ejected from the wreckage. When the trooper began working to block lanes, a suspect came from an unknown direction and ambushed him, according to DPS. The suspect shot at shot him at least once in the chest, shoulder area, and fought the trooper to the ground. A passerby saw the fight unfolding and stopped to render aid to the trooper who asked for help. However, the suspect ignored the good Samaritan's orders to stop attacking the trooper. That's when the passerby went to his car, grabbed his gun, and fatally shot the suspect. The DPS DPS said the injured trooper, who has been in the department for 27 years, was taken to an area hospital where he was awaiting surgery. He is in stable condition. The woman who was woman who was ejected in the rollover crash died from her injuries. Authorities said the cause of the wreck was unknown. DPS Colonel Mike Milstead Milstead said he has yet to speak to the passerby, but he had this message for him: "Thank you." Because I know if my trooper would, I know if my trooper would be alive, wouldn't be alive today without your assistance. Well, there you go. Good guy with a gun stepping in. Always got to be aware. Fred Bear's Ten Commandments for Every Hunter. Number two, don't look for deer, look for movement. That is, that's bigger bigger picture stuff there yeah well i know when i'm sitting and you know that tree stand that i like yeah when i'm sitting in that tree stand man it is about the little because there's they can come from any area around you and you're really just looking to catch that little thing out of your peripheral vision just that little movement and to spot that deer always approach downwind in the cool of the day 
move uphill. In the heat of the day, move downhill. And that's I think that's why I was taught, uh, it seems to fit, that on elk hunting, we would go up the mountains early in the mornings, all the way as far as we could, and then midday, work our way back towards camp, which is coming down the ridges and back down towards and sit and watch and yep but i i, I gotta remember that up in the in the mornings down in the afternoons which i ought to be able to remember that <laughs> up morning the best camouflage pattern is called sit down and be quiet your grandpa hunted deer in a red plaid coat think about that for a second yeah sit down and be quiet yeah we could dig into that a little bit but that's why I'm not a very good hunter. Because you can't sit, sit down, still. Sit down and be quiet very long. <laughs> yeah. You take like only. To, take only. Like, I'm sorry. Cody, you like to just come in, check in, punch the time clock, and then uh, and then check out again? I like to the, go fishing. Take <laughs> only the gear to the field that allows you to hunt longer, harder, and smarter. You got to think about that for a minute, too, don't you? Yeah. <clears throat> well, honey I'm, buns. I have a backpack that I keep my essential gear in. and I, w- I once texted y'all and said, so I just walked about 300 yards, do I, and I left my thermos of coffee back at, you think Fred Bear would go, go back for your coffee? He, no, he wouldn't forget his. Yeah. Oh, that should be number 11. <laughs> he would have got out Don't early look. enough to drink his coffee before he went hunting. A rainstorm isn't a reason to quit the hunt. It's a reason to stay. Man, all these things are so deep. Oh, it's but it's, just think about them. Well, these are things that he believed, and he was a bow hunter. He was highly successful, highly skilled. I mean, he really was a a critical element of the beginning of the the bow hunting. I don't mind phenomena that an afternoon rain. I don't like a morning rain. I'd just stay in bed. <laughs> camouflage wow. camouflage your appearance your sound and your scent so it is important well i think he's, he's talking about it's more to camouflage right well the interesting thing i've always heard it's not was, just the broken up patterns and stuff it's like wait your scent and uh and your sound and all the things that are around it the most interesting thing that i've heard is scent wise when you're bow hunting i do love bow hunting is the skunk no is oh, your uh breath people breathe through yeah, their mouth it, you know they had keep dirt, your mouth shut dirt gum did you ever see that no. they had dirt gum no but that is one of the most powerful scents if you think about it but when we're sitting in the deer blind tj gave us a gag joke i guess one of those uh you know for our white elephant i got your gag gift and it was squirt on dirt you know the no scent and the kids love that when we go out to the deer lease, you know, and they're sitting there, and I'm going, "Hey, smell that." It's those. not a gag gift. Yeah, I well, That's why'd you give it away? Popular it? on dirt. Yeah, yeah, it was some I, of that spray scent stuff that we oh. used, that we had at the store, and okay. it was and the dirt smell, and it smells like dirt. It does. The kids are like, "Wow, that does smell like it a smells mossy good." Piece Be of- sure of your shot. Nothing's more expensive than regret. Amen. Ooh. Yeah. Practice. In the off-season is what it means. The ice bear is the most dangerous North American animal. Fred's first two had to be shot with a rifle while charging. Ice bear? 
polar, polar bear. bear. Yeah. First two he killed. Back then they called them ice bears. I didn't guess. <laughs> didn't kill him, and they charged. And so his comment is: Be sure of your shot. Nothing's more expensive than regret. I like it. That's that's it. Does really have powerful. Time when you can't hunt where it. the deer actually are, not where you'd imagine them to be. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a fishing thing too. Mm. Next year's hunt begins the minute this season ends. Well, that was it. Come on! That's at 12 midnight tonight. I like it. Have we done archery country this hour yet? Archery country, perfect tie-in for this. If you're interested in archery, whether it's hunting or just recreational shooting, they have longbows. They have everything you need at archery country. And you want a pastime that that just brings some peace to your mind and some rest and relaxation and fellowship go talk to our buddies over at archery country they can help you walk navigate that trail with archery if you're looking for something for your kids the folks at archery country know all about the tournaments and school programs you can find archery country at 8121 research boulevard 8121 research boulevard or go to austinarcherycountry.com.com and uh, we'll wrap this whole thing up, this amazing piece of outdoor radio that you're listening to. It is The Outdoor Zone. You catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. It's just a double barrel 12. The stock is cracked and it kicks like hell. Hey, I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Walk along the river, sweet love It just keeps on flowing. All right. Welcome back, regulators. Us guys in the bunkhouse, we, uh, we love to hunt, fish, and talk about it. Thank you for tuning in with us every week right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. Something else we love is our trucks. And uh, I drive a Ram 2500. The Ram 1500 is a um, Texas Auto Riders Association Truck of the Year. Better performance, more efficiency, new technology, and more than 100 safety features. They also can tow 12,500 pounds. You can tow a trailer with some four-wheelers on there. You can tow an RV. You can tow a boat. Or all of them. They can handle it all at your Ram 1500. And if that wasn't enough, you have Niall Maxwell's personal promise, that promise he's made for over 30 years to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring them the signed buyer's order, and they'll beat it. Super center size selection and savings at the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas, Niall Maxwell Supercenter. 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit them online at Niall com. Big news in the outdoor industry. We'll see kind of how it unfolds, but we don't. We don't I'm have... interested in really what's the story behind this thing. Well, I think it's just a, you know, there's, there's a time and a place. Uh, Texas Trophy Hunters is going to be acquired by SCI, Safari Club International. So I know I know that old Jerry over at Texas Trophy Hunters getting getting down in age, getting along in age. So 
maybe you know getting where he's wanting to do well, something it, with what he's done. They've they've tried a whole bunch of different things with Texas Trophy Hunters. They tried uh, Alabama Trophy Hunter, kind of franchising mm-hmm. it, and eh, mild Texas to no. Texas Trophy success. Hunters, so people know the it. brand Texas Trophy Hunters and the extravaganzas they throw. and the and that is another thing that SCI is, is really excited about buying this is because then they have these three extravaganzas that are successful in place. I mean, they're buying the brand and they're buying that those opportunities to get SCI in front is, of. Is there any value in the magazine or any of that stuff? I think, you think so. I think if you're a Texas Trophy hunter and you're you're get that magazine every month, I think that's a big thing for you. How many subscriptions? Man. You know? Yeah, I don't know what their I don't know what their numbers are. I'm sure they're not what they were right. at one point, but I'm sure it's a I'm, it's Academy a solid and... base. But anyway, it's an interesting thing, and and there are two strong brands that both are very supportive of hunting, and so I just you know I'm glad to see it go into good hands. You know, in in an organization, SCI Safari Club International focuses on hunting. Yeah, and you know, Tex Trophy Hunters. There's no other brand. There are few brands that are as prominent uh, in the state for sure it, yes or known. known known everywhere yeah yeah it says texas on there come on <laughs> <laughs> so this week's quote talking about fred bear i thought we'd grab something from him is really good when a hunter is in a tree stand with moral values and with proper hunting ethics that hunter is 20 feet closer to god I like that. I like that. Actually. I like Fred. <laughs> Isaiah twenty six three. You will be. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan, and it is fishing season again, baby. Time to get on the water. That's uh-huh. where I'll be, and uh, same place, same time next week, right here. All right. So thank you for tuning in this week. Uh, Road Rash, thank you, sir. You're a good hand helping us here at the ranch. Uh, This week, we want you to grab a kid, take him for a walk in the park, show him the birds, the trees, take him hunting, take him fishing. We don't care what it is, as long as you get him into the great outdoor zone. We also want to encourage you dads, men out there, ladies, uh, find a good Bible-based church in your community and uh, rally the family and go over there and it's a good morning for it. It's Sunday morning. Thanks to everybody who's listening to us on their way to church to help set up and get everything ready for church. Uh, I if won't you be wanna... here next weekend. Isn't that Woo! terrible, Cody? Uh, oh, <laughs> you get the got the whole place to yourself, oh, man. Man, All right. if you're interested in starting a hunting and fishing hunting and fishing ministry in your church, we want to help you with that. Just go to kidsoutdoorzone.com, kidsoutdoorzone.com, or if you need a speaker. At your next men's event at your church or organization, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. We can help you with the speaker, an outdoor speaker for your event. Um, And if you know a little boy who needs to get outside, needs to spend some time away from the screen, get some outdoor time, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. There are churches all around the country and Canada. They're doing great works with those boys. So. Get them tied into a KOZ group in their community. I think that's it for us. Uh, 
God bless. And regulators, let's mount up. For $43, my friend lost his life. I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes and shoot him with my old 45, cause the country boy can survive. Country folks can survive. Cause you can't stop us out and you can't make them run. Cause with them old boys raised on shotgun. We say grace, we say man, and you ain't into that. Don't give a damn. We're from North California and South Alabama and little towns all around. We can skin a buck and run a trot line And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive